What is my trainer really thinking about during our sessions? What does it take to become a fitness professional? What do group fitness instructors even think about? Let's dive into these questions, confessions, and more. Join me every week for a Talk Tuesday session where we will uncover confessions of fitness professionals. Welcome to this week's edition of Confessions of a Fitness Professional. I'm your fitness professional, Andre Anderson, and I have been employed in the fitness industry for nearly 15 years, entering year 15 now, and this almost always comes up whenever I start a new um, contract or um, start working at a new a new gym or really honestly just in conversation with other instructors the idea of fitness being a real job is fitness a real job and it almost always comes up in this particular way and if you are a fitness instructor please please comment let me know if you get this question as well Someone will approach it, and this happened to me maybe not even 10 days ago. What's your real job? Or if they find out that I do something other than teach fitness classes, because for most of my clients, they know me because of fitness. They don't know me in any other context to the point that it's actually kind of weird to see them in the real world wearing real clothes. That's why I try to do these in real clothes because yes, I do wear things other than my FWA gear and athleisure. <laughs> I do, I wear real clothes, but it will either come up as, is this your real job? Or, oh, you have a real job. And it's like, wait a minute. And I wanna pose this question. I've looked up a few a few things from the Bureau of Labor Statistics and also NASM, one of the, the leaders in um, overall, just like sport management and where fitness instructors and trainers go to get their certifications. If you are a fitness professional, do you have another job or another role? Are you an independent contractor or is this your full-time gig? A lot of things when I was kind of Googling to see do fitness professionals have more than one title? What, do, what other things do fitness professionals do? For the most part, most of the search answers came up as, is fitness a great side hustle? And from anecdotal conversations with other instructors yes fitness makes a great secondary position or side hustle it has it has always been my side hustle it has always been my my second career i've had a a other professional career for um, a little bit longer than i've been a fitness professional and I think initially I got into fitness thinking that I would make additional income, but as time has gone on and because I've had the anchor of another job, I haven't worried as much if I break if I don't break even or if I make a little bit extra with fitness. Of course, that being said, I believe that fitness instructors need to be paid what they're worth and part of the reason that I think that the industry has not come up to meet us is that a lot of people do do fitness as a side hustle or a secondary stream of, of income, not necessarily the main source. However, one of the facilities that I 
recently started teaching at, I'm in the minority with having fitness as my side hustle. Many, 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 I won't say all, I won't say all, many of the instructors at this facility primarily do fitness. And it blows my mind because at this particular facility, you are compensated at what I would call a livable wage. <laughs> it's it, you people that that work at uh, not not no offense, but people that work for their very first job at like Arby's or Duncan are paid the same rate that they start a fitness professional. And a fitness professional has to come in with certification. They have to have liability waivers. They have to sign on as a contractor, meaning they probably have additional licenses for things like music or continuing education that they have to cover. So this is not your average worker. This is somebody who is highly skilled, highly certified, highly trained, and continuing education is a requirement in the fitness industry. I'm sure there are probably instructors that don't continue education, but none that I know. I know every, every instructor that I have personally encountered is continuing education, is, is getting additional certifications, is making sure that they are at the, the top of all of the different possibilities and things that exist in the fitness world. Um, according to, let's see, looking at the U.S. Um, Bureau of Labor Statistics, the projections for growth in personal training. So personal training is separate than group fitness. Yes, but it's all under the umbrella of fitness is going to increase by 10%. So growing to a need of 330,000 individuals working in the field by 2026. Um, and yes, yes, there is room for all of us. I backed out of personal training because it is so intense and it takes up so much time and for me group fitness was just a better bang for my buck and easier to manage as a side hustle with my additional professional career it's a lot it takes a lot of work and you have to be careful in the fitness industry because even though you're being paid let's just say i actually found the average average uh, payment was about $19.57 per hour. That is according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics um, as of 2021. So that was in 2021, the last time that this was really surveyed. Uh, if you, they were making on average fitness trainers and instructors $19.57 per hour. Now remember, this is somebody who has advanced certification, lots of licenses, and continuing education, and that 19.57 per hour is clocked while you're teaching. Now, if you're a fitness instructor, and even if you're not, here I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a little tea your way. Uh, we do not just work one hour <laughs> if we're having a class. So let's say, for example, today I'm teaching two classes. Total time on air <laughs> uh, for classes is 90 minutes. 90 minutes on air. However, I have to get there, so I have to to drive there. So there's drive time. That is my own time. I don't get paid for that. Um, I have to, in one case, um, pay to rent the space. Um, I have to arrive 15 minutes at minimum at one facility before the session starts to be there to kind of greet people. And that is off the clock. You do not get paid for that greet time. You get paid for your time on the floor. And I think this is where it becomes a question of, is fitness a real job? Because if it was, 
I think fitness instructors would be compensated much better. If it was a real job, I think that fitness instructors would be compensated better and there would be more of a sliding scale based on your level of certification and your, your knowledge and your expertise and experience. And there is a little bit of that at particular facilities. And honestly, I charge more for classes now than I did when I first started, but not very much more, not very much more. And I think you, you, could, you could charge more um, the more experience that you have, but I don't know that that's necessarily common practice. I mean, if you look at this, 1957 per hour, I taught a class yesterday that the facility was charging people $39 to attend. So if you're making an average of 1957 per hour and people are paying almost double that just to attend, where does all that extra money go? not to the instructor, I will tell you that. It, there are facility fees, management fees, uh, space rental, things like that. So even though it might look like they're making about $20 an hour on average, on average, and again, some make more, some make less, that money is not all going into that fitness instructor's pocket. So I think it's a combination of things that make people question whether fitness training and being a fitness professional is a real job. And some of it comes from, from the way that they are paid. Um, it's also not, it's also very common for fitness instructors to be contractors, independent contractors, meaning they have their own entity, LLC or business, and a company can contract them. So I do that at one of my facilities. I'm a contractor. I'm not hired by that organization. I'm not a staff member of that organization. I submit an invoice for each class that I do. Uh, we worked out a payment schedule that, that makes the most sense. And I have to carry my own liability insurance to have that position. So that's a cost. I have to pay for my own music licenses. Again, I'm, I'm paying to continue and keep up my certifications. I have to show proof that I'm keeping up my certifications and CPR training and all of those things. So as an independent contractor, you are held accountable and liable for more. And yeah, there's there's a little bit more money, more possibility for payment. Like I can charge a higher fee, but no taxes get taken out. I have to I have to voluntarily go and pay those taxes quarterly, um, or I have to pay a hefty fee if I don't do it through the end of the year if I don't file taxes. So I think that's one of the things that contributes toward people wondering if being a fitness instructor is a real job. And it's so interesting to me that I've encountered more people at one of the facilities where I work that it is their full-time thing. And it's not really full-time, like they're still kind of working part-time because maybe they're working five, six classes a week, which is actually quite a lot. Um, I, It's a lot, five or six classes a week is a, a lot to manage. Uh, but that's their that's their gig and that's all they're working so i was actually kind of caught off guard by an instructor at this one facility that was sort of asking like how do you have a full-time job and do this like how how do you do both and why do you have to do both and it's like whoa hold on <laughs> uh, you know you i think you can start off with fitness as your full-time job if you want to and it's all about your own means and uh, what other uh, 
income you've had or have been fortunate to have or you know maybe you're in a relationship that allows you to work kind of part-time you know that's great that's awesome but maybe you have other interests and other passions and other careers that you would like to follow and fitness does take a, a back burner or more of a secondary status um i've I sort of joke that I have two full-time jobs because it really is. Even if you're working part-time with fitness, again, if you have five classes a week and you're on the floor for five or six hours, you're still doing all of the prep work, you're planning for that class, you're anticipating needs, you're getting yourself there, you're making sure you're up to date on all of the certifications. So for each hour on the floor, I would guess you would probably, you could probably double that for the time out of class. Um, it's almost like when I was in college and the professor was like, if I have you for three hours, for three hours each week, you better be doing nine hours of work outside of the classroom in order to meet those three hours. So really, it's a 12-hour class, even though we're only in person for three hours. I like to think fitness is pretty similar to that. You plan, you spend a lot of time planning and prepping and anticipating and beyond that i mean the clerical things like following up with individuals hey you didn't make it here's your refund or hey are you ever going to pay for this class that's the hardest part people like just pay on time just pay on time don't don't leave payment floating out out there just pay on time it makes it so much better because we don't we're like Fitness instructors are our own accounts payable, accounts receivable, HR, um, all of the things. <laughs> so do what you can to show up to class on time and pay on time. Please, 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 <laughs> please. That's my soapbox for the day. But I will say, even if fitness and training is your secondary career or your side hustle, there are ways to continue to make money beyond being live on the floor for a class, right? So um, NASM has this great list and I'll, I'll link it in the notes in um, the, the description and also on the YouTube page. There are so many things that you can get into. You can get into kind of online coaching in addition to in person. I do, I do online kind of passive where I've created a program and people can purchase that program. So I've already done the work. All I have to do is connect the individual to that work. Um, youth sports, that has been a growing thing. I have gotten a lot of sports teams that have reached out to ask for private classes, which is awesome. So that's something in addition to like weekly classes that you can Kind of look into it does take a little more legwork and you do have to sort of put yourself out there but the the benefits of that could be great because the sports teams are gonna keep coming back if they really enjoy the work that you do um, sports performance motivational coaching public speaking um, getting into kind of leadership and mentoring roles so there's this great list of, of ways to take the fitness from being a secondary or side hustle to growing it to being a full more of a full-time gig and i don't know i don't know if that's for me i i go back and forth there was a time in my life where i really wanted to go for it but i was a little like nervous it's not it's really not guaranteed income it, it's just not you have to be make sure you know you have to be alert you have to be well there's there's no opportunity for you to have a vacation unless you want to not earn money um, so it, it's it's more of a risky business to get to get into but high reward of course you know changing people's lives you really can't you you can't argue with how amazing an opportunity that is it just really is a lot of legwork 
So those are my thoughts. And if you are, again, if you are a fitness professional and fitness is your side hustle, would love to hear from you. Or if you found a way to make it work for you that it is your full-time gig, we would all benefit greatly from that information and those tips. And I think bottom line is just do what works best for you. There is no right way. Um, is fitness a real job? Heck yes. And can it be a full-time job? For sure it can. Does it have to be? Absolutely not. So I think you take it with the, however you get the most out of it. So that's the tea. That's this week's confession of a fitness professional. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you again for another confession very soon.